Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Today's episode is going to be about the manic mind. You know, for most of us, our mind controls us. You know, it's the mind is brain is kind of like a muscle like the rest of our body. So, you know, if any other muscle was bouncing around and had lack as little control as the brain does, we'd be awful goofy trying to move through space. So we need to understand how to control the mind and have an understanding of the thought processes we have and what it does create. So there's the mind, the intellect, and the ego. And there there's certain limitations. There's only so much data you can learn and whatever you've learned or the historical data of your um, lifetime, the experiences you've had, the things that teachers have taught you, all of that is stored in basically your mind and intellect. And then you just develop your ego through your life. But then something separate from that is consciousness. So as I said, the mind, the intellect, and the ego, there's certain limitations to it. But consciousness is our connection with the divine world. That's our, that's our ability to communicate with God and the divine. And it's the energy field that we're all connected to. So it's our ability to communicate and connect and with all other life forms, humans, animals, have an understanding of them through this energy field that we're all part of. You know, so to live in a state of consciousness and awareness, you know, again, we've talked about that awareness a lot, but, you know, awareness is very important because really all we are is <clears throat> the awareness of pure love. Life itself is love. So we need to learn how to control our thoughts. So, you know, again, like we build our muscles, we need to learn how to control our mind as we build up endurance for running or different sports. We need to do the same thing with our mind. So, you know, it's about being able to take some time and breathe and stay in the present moment, meditate. Um, and you have, you know, a lot of my patients say, oh, well, we just can't meditate. And that's because they often sit down and you know, ask them, you know, what, what do you do when you meditate? Well, I'm going to sit down for 15 or 20 minutes and just try to meditate, and it just doesn't work. So I usually tell them, sit down and take one long, deep, diaphragmatic breath, coming from the, using our diaphragm, Take a long, slow, deep breath in through your nose and then exhale. And I said, did you do it? And they said, yes. I said, okay, you're a meditator because that's what meditation is about is focusing on one's breath. And, you know, as humans, we love creating obstacles for ourselves, you know, trying to defeat ourselves before we even start. So it's important to start simple. So I tell people, you know, if you can focus on one long, deep breath a day to start with, great. If you can do three, five, 10 doesn't matter but start simple and work your way up just get used to the the mere fact of paying attention to your own breath and being in the present moment and you'll find that as you stay present in the the moment and listen to the watching the breath you will hear things and see things and experience things around you that we often take for granted because again our mind's too busy taking us all over the place and we're just kind of along for the ride with our mind so it's about understanding uh, how to use our mind and find a, a state of balance with the breath and the ability to stay focused in the moment with that. It's important to you know look at our thoughts, but without a state of judgment. We so often look at our thoughts and it's like, oh, think bad about this, good about that. We're always judging our thoughts. So be aware, start watching your thought patterns and seeing... <coughs> What are the patterns of how you think and 
Are there more negative? Are they more positive? And then start incorporating, you know, goals, things, directions of where you want to go with your life instead of just random chatter of the mind. And, you know, so often I've had people say, well, you know, I, I don't know what to do. There's all these things, all these thoughts. It's like all these, you know, um, things telling me what to do and stuff like that. And it's not like they're voices, but it can be a lot like our intuition, you know. And in every situation, there's this kind of intuitive feeling or a sense that we come up with of, oh, I should do this, I should say this, or whatever it is. And so we need to be more in tune with the intuition, that, that inner voice that we kind of know to be t- real and true and, and learn to act on that because, you know, quite often we have the answer to a situation you know, immediately through our intuition, and then we ignore that, and, you know, we can spend hours, days, years trying to find the answer to something that we had right up front. So you're learning to trust yourself, trust how your mind works, and, you know, again, not let it stay in the state of, manic state of being crazy, and, and we're just watching it. We're not in control, but, again, we're learning to control the mind to have an understanding of how to focus it, setting goals, focus, positive and learning to uncreate those things that we've created that cause disease because again the judgments of thoughts and focused on repressed emotions and things like that is what causes disease and um, that's what this is about is learning to consciously heal yourself so we're learning to understand what patterns what thoughts and just different patterns are life that creates disease and so we're going to learn how how to look at these patterns, these thought processes, and you know, look at how do they serve me? I mean, is this really benefiting me in my life? Then great, stay with it. But if our thought process or our habits or patterns aren't serving us well, they're not bringing us the health or the peace that we're looking for in life, then we need to look at changing things. So that's what it's about is being able to first understand, ah, Let's stay in a state of consciousness. So we stay in a state of awareness so we can look at things without being in the middle of them. You know, it's so easy to, much easier, I should say, to change or understand a situation when you're not in the middle of it. You know, if it's after a situation, you can look back at it and you can say, oh, okay, well, I should have done this, I did this. But sometimes when you're in the middle of it, it gets kind of sticky. So we're going to learn how to Find that inner peace at all times when you're in the middle of a situation, whether you're past it. There's always going to be a sense of empowerment, and that's what we're looking for because you know you are the creator of your experience. Again, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. <clears throat> so we create this path to healing by understanding what we've already done. And again, that doesn't mean you have to go into details of analyzing all this stuff, but just understand what is it that you do now that creates the experience you have. So again, thought patterns, habits, whether it diet, exercise, whatever it is, just look at the patterns that you have. And, you know, a lot of times we just fall into patterns. We don't really necessarily know why we get into them. And then it's like, ah, too much work to change it. So sometimes we have to evaluate our life and say, okay, is this the healthiest thing for me? You know, because right now, most of us are in a state of overwhelm. You know, there's crazy things going on in life right now. And, but if we look at life not as this big overwhelming experience, but if we look at life as a bunch of sequential experiences, or sequential events that take place in time and space, and we navigate from one experience, one event, into the next, into the next, 
It doesn't mean that you don't look at the big picture and plan for the future and stuff like that or learn from the past. All that is still present. But it means that you're not controlled by everything else. You're in the present moment, but you allow all the data necessary to help make the decisions and understand why you're having the experience you're having. Because that's what this is about, is being in the present moment and knowing how to heal. If something doesn't feel right, why am I having this experience? How can I create it? And to be able to have an instantaneous response to dis-ease or injuries, things like that. We have an understanding of how we'll always respond to it, so we have an understanding of how to change it. You know, and we have to understand that <coughs> it's important to kind of get out of our head and get into the soul, get into our body and, and enjoy life, you know. The, our physical body, our, our mind, our words, that's the creative expression of our soul. So it's important to allow our soul to be creative and express itself and to be able to, again, live our lives why are we here? What is this experience about? Why did we choose this lifetime at this present moment with with everything going on? And how can we create an experience that is truly ours? This is us expressing it ourselves through love and gratitude and compassion and acceptance and inner peace. So not living a reactive life, but living an active life by making sure we create the experience we want. And doesn't mean we're going to change the whole world, but what you can change is your reaction to it. So instead of being part of the problem, we can be part of the solution by thinking proactive as far as how can I help humanity as a whole? What is things of actions or thoughts or words of light that I can bring to humanity to help heal humanity as a whole? Because we're healing ourselves, but we're also healing humanity at the same time. So you know, we have to know how to balance all of this stuff, you know, together, which is, you know, part of the challenge. You know, that's the the true human journey of balancing the spiritual realm and the mental emotional realm and the physical realm and financial and all that other stuff. But, you know, it it can be beautiful and peaceful. We can find this place where we find rhythm. Again, I've talked about that before, of, you know, vibration. We find our rhythm. You know, sometimes we're dancing jazz and there's country music you, you know we're just out of sync so we can find our own rhythm and find out how that serves us best don't always allow everybody else to dictate the rhythm of life and you know how it should be so, you know and some of the important self-maintenance because part of you know self-healing is not only you know doing things with you know the mind and how we look at things but it's also understanding how to work with the physical body so in acupuncture, we do a lot of work with the ears. It's called auricular acupuncture. And um, you can, there's over 300 points in the ears, especially in the French version of the, the ear charts. So you can massage and affect all aspects of the body. If you just massage your ears, you can mas you know, work on all of the internal organs, the nervous system, the bones, all kinds of stuff is affected by the ear. It's quite powerful. So you can just, get in there massage, you know, kind of up over the earlobe where you drop in kind of by the ear canal down that whole bottom area there. That's where the internal organs are. And then it's kind of upside down. The head's more in the bottom and the feet or fingers are up at the top. But so take time, you know, in the day to honor yourself. You know, people say I'm too busy, but 
you can't be too busy for five minutes a day. And, you know, sometimes I tell my patients, look, when you're sitting in the restroom, you're sitting there, there's nothing else you can do. Take some time to meditate then. But, you know, it's important for us to find ways of making time for our own health and our own well-being instead of, again, just being out there bouncing around and trying to take care of the world, but we take care of ourselves. So say, take some time and just massage your ears. You can just reach up there and with your thumbs and your fingers and just massage. It doesn't have to be rough and it, there's no technique. Just be gentle and, and compassionate with yourself and you know what feels good. You know, do that for, you know, especially children stuff when they get too crazy or even before exams. You can just really massage their ears and it'll help them calm down and focus for studying in school and things like that, which is, you know, important techniques to to learn. Um, and also for meetings and stuff like that, or if there's an experience, a situation that's going to be stressful, just massage your ears. And there's kind of a, a little triangular area in the kind of upper area that's indented. Um, up there's a point called Shenmen. That's for calming mind and spirit. So just massaging up in that area also, that'll really calm your mind. And all of that will help just ground you. And while you're doing that, just take those long, slow, deep breaths of inhale and exhale. So inhale through the nose. Long, slow, deep breaths using the diaphragm, just filling everything up. And then exhaling long, slow, just feeling all the tension leaving your body, all the stress, all the worries, because we create the experience. So if we want to be stressed and overwhelmed, we can be. If we want to be calmful, calm and peaceful, then that's what we will be also. It doesn't change the experience that we're having to do, but it changes our reaction and our physiological functioning in response to the situation or the event that we have to go through. So it's always better to enter every experience with a sense of peace and groundedness instead of going into a, a experience with stress and anxiety. So again, finding a way of just breathing, massaging your ears, and also finding, making some goals. Start making lists of what are your goals, what are the things that you want. And you know, I've mentioned before, you know, some people take a sheet of paper and they write things they like and things they don't like. Just kind of get out there because we spend more time looking at what we don't like, but we need lists of things that we like, things that we want, goals, direction. We need to, to point this energy in a, a certain way, not just, <coughs> again, randomly letting life tell us how the energy should go. No, it's our experience too. So I hope all of this stuff is, is helping you, and I'm trying to, to build with each podcast a little bit more understanding of the steps a lot of it's repetitive but also i'm hoping to give you new stuff so kind of reiterating some of the information that's important and then just continually opening your mind to the possibilities of you know what if we look at life in a different way what if we look at the possibilities of living a healthy life and you know quite often i see that you know it's our perception of the experience that is what creates the the suffering it's not you know, we can be perfectly healthy, but it's our perception that changes it. If we perceive ourselves in pain and suffering, therefore we manifest pain and suffering. And again, it's, that doesn't mean everything's in our head. No, that's not true at all. There's organic origins for disease and stuff like that too. But then we just have to understand how we navigate through the experience with it. 
with the dis-ease or the diagnosis or the set of symptoms or however you'd like to refer to it. We just have to understand how we look through that. Instead of looking at the whole thing as one big disease, sometimes we look at things as symptoms and how can we dance through the different, different levels of the symptoms or the different specific symptoms instead of the label or the big word that covers the whole disease. Because you know when you look at it in small parts, it's less intimidating. And again, we, we have to be careful what we do with our mind of creating an overwhelming experience. So thank you very much for listening today. Uh, so you can go to my website, which is ConsciousHealingRW.Podbean.com. Um, that's where this player's li- there. Um, there's also on the left-hand side, there's three little lines on the upper left side. If you click on that, it opens up a sidebar. And If these podcasts have value to you, please donate. Um, Leave a a love donation of some kind to Mm -hmm. keep these podcasts coming. So I would greatly appreciate that. Also, you can please leave comments and give me any feedback on my email, which is ConsciousHealingRW at gmail.com. Thank you very much for being you, and please enjoy being you. Blessings to all of you. Take care. Goodbye.